Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. All right. Birthday boy. Oh, yeah. How was your birthday, man? Talk to me. It was a nice weekend. Um, watched some movies. Went yeah. had a nice, nice fancy dinner. Let's talk about dinner, man. All right. Where did you go? Went to the Palm. What is the Palm? It sounds uh, a little out of my price a, range, but continue. It's a steakhouse in South Park. Oh, South Park. Guys, for you who are not familiar with Charlotte, South Park is where all the uh, Beamers, Bins, and Bentleys hang out oh. at. Oh yeah, I was, there was like a Rolex store, like two, two, two uh, stores down where we had dinner. Very normal thing down there. Um, <laughs> that's where Javi actually has his condo. For yeah. anybody who doesn't know, um, how was dinner, man? Talk to you though. It's pretty good. Had a gigantic steak, some mashed potatoes, some bread. As they Ooh. do there. Ooh, you like so, some bread? Yeah, with some steak, steakhouse bread is pretty, yeah, pretty good. It was like a some kind of like. It was almost like a muffin kind of thing. Okay, it was very weird, but it was delicious. That's the important like it wasn't part. like a like a a roll like a bread roll. It okay, was like a it's almost like a muffin. That's different. Yeah, it was good. All right, good, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. yeah. So we yeah. had to uh, skip rent this month, obviously, uh, because of that steak dinner. But you know, <laughs> it is what it is. It is what it is, man. <laughs> Birthday only comes out once yeah. a year, right? So. Exactly. Might as well be homeless for right. that. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. Dude, we saw the Foo Fighters movie, man. Oh. Studio six six six, right? We've been talking about what, you know, February comes around and my birthday. We got a lot of friends' birthdays this month, yep. right? And my birthday was earlier this month and I didn't want to do anything at all. Right. Victory, success, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, if anybody wants to know, it was awesome. I didn't do anything. I just turned 35. That is fine. Um, and then 14 days later, my amazingly good-looking co-host, mm-hmm. uh, Javier, turned 35 as well. But he wanted to do some stuff. So, obviously, him and his lady went to go um, have a nice steak dinner. Um, and we went but the, but before that, we went to go see Studio 666. Man, yep. this has been on, on your radar for a little bit. We talked about it on the pod a few yeah. weeks ago. Yeah. Everything that you wanted in a Foo Fighters movie? Actually, I feel like it was a lo- My expectations were kind of low. I'm not going to lie. I think, yes, I said the my same exact thing. My expectations were low just because it's these guys who, who are musicians. You know, and they're the, the main. They're not just like, it's not just like Dave Grohl directing a movie. You got a whole band that is not actors the whole movie, and it actually turned out to be a lot more fantastic than I expected. <laughs> yes, like it, it really pushed pushed the boundary of what I thought these guys were going to put out. Um, very practical, the whole thing, most of it. I think even like the demons and stuff were like just people in suits and stuff. It was, yeah, yeah, it was very uh, practical, and you can tell but, that it was 
very lower budget than like a lot of horror movies yeah. these, these days, right? Yeah. Um, but that's what kind of gave it its appeal. Yeah, that's what like was was part of that, and then plus the comedy aspect that they all delivered on. Oh, I loved it, man! Every one of those guys just were funny, and and they delivered very they well. Del- like <laughs> they're the whole movie. My favorite character was Smear. He, yeah, he's yeah. one of the guitarists, right? He was just like because he has this like flamboyant personality, mm-hmm. and he kept that the entire like scared, not scared. You know, sleeping on the sleeping on the. Uh, and the little island, the island in the kitchen, or whatever, right? <laughs> He's had this personality about him. Yeah. <laughs> and like, as as Dave was like changing, yeah, right. He didn't give a damn. No, no. He was still gonna be him. He just wants some snacks. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah. That's why he slept in the kitchen, right? Because they were that's where the snacks are. Bro, did it not give you like Evil Dead vibes though? Yeah, I mean, I picked that up from the trailer. Yeah, uh, but like, it, it's just it, the the cheesiness was just enough to where when you saw like the the practical effects or you saw blood or gore you were like what's going on here dude it, <laughs> when it when it happened yeah it was like over the top yeah practical and i'm like that's a callback that's yeah. a pro- they don't do that anymore man right you know it was the um the f- final girl at the end of Friday the 13th when she mm-hmm. chops off the head of um, <laughs> Jason's mom, right? And all that blood is spewing out of her. Yeah. And that's just like, they don't do movies like that. Everything is CG right. and crap like that. This was all practical, man. It was just fun. Yeah, it was a good time. Like I said, these guys all did excellent. Um, just keeping that, that character that was them. Yeah. But... Then it kind of wasn't right because oh, they yeah. had to, you know you're you're going through this storyline of of what the in the outcome of the movie ended up being, uh, which I thought was a pr- pretty cool little twist too at the Dude, end. Yes, the way like, it played out. You talking about when the two hooded people came in and they even at the end with him by himself. Yeah, don't want to spoil it, guys. Obviously, yeah, it's still yeah. in theaters. Go see this movie, okay? Um, I think. If this is successful, not saying that he's gonna be the Dave Rose gonna be like the next like Rob Zombie in yeah, regards yeah. to like movies and everything. I don't think anybody even can get on that Rob Zombie type yeah. level. But yeah, that's a whole different thing. Rob Zombie, that's a that's whole, a whole other, different thing. Yeah, but Dave Grohl with his comedy from the Foo Fighters and his love for horror and, yeah. and that stuff like that, he can deliver some more stuff. Yeah, I think, and man. with all these guys just like putting themselves out. Yeah. You know, like I said, as just first-time actors for the most part, I guess. Yeah. Uh, putting themselves out there, having a good time, and putting it all into the movie. That is so fun. So good. <laughs> Such a good time. Awesome, oh, man. Fun, <clears throat> fun little fact, too. What's up? Um, the song from the movie for the uh, um, that they were trying to complete yeah. or whatever actually popped up on my playlist on... Apple Music. Get out of here. Yeah. It's only like four minutes long on there, though. It's not yeah. 43 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me see. What was it? Uh, what do they call it? The March of the Insane by Dream Widow. Oh. Yeah, just kind of popped up in there. Nice. I will not listen to that because I feel like if I can get to the end, Hell on Earth. I mean, we're still doing okay. It was like Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> On the way home from dinner, we were listening to it. So, very we're true, fine man. For now. <laughs> awesome. Um, I watched Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh yeah, yeah. That so one it, is on my list. The new one, right? Dropped on Netflix. Yeah. So you haven't watched it? yet? I haven't watched it yet. All right, I'm gonna make this brief. Okay. Not filmed in Texas. Fair enough. Um. Too hot, too hot down there. Younger, whatever generation is after us. Okay. Those kids. Right, right. Um, And there's absolutely no plot. So, like the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And every other one of those sequels after that as well. Okay. It was never a plot, dude. I just... 
just getting people getting chopped up. Just the there was no there was no why. Right, right. I've actually never seen the original. Uh-huh. And I, but I saw this one and excited to watch it. Knew it was going to be trash, but was still excited to watch yeah, it. Yeah. And it was like below trash. <laughs> oh, geez. Just gonna be perfectly honest with you. All right, fair. Um, fair. I'll make that in my notes right now. I I will say that there are a few of the kills that are fun. Okay. You know, obviously being a fan of this type of genre, mm-hmm. um, there were a few kills that were fun. But I, you know me, I, I'm I'm story driven. I'm I'm yeah, dialogue. Yeah. I'm a motivation. Right. Yeah. And there's. There's never really been anything plot wise, I don't believe, to any of the Ever. Yeah. Yeah. So that seems to be par for the course. Always. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to this week's episode of Movie in a Pod. I am Clyde Smith. And I am Javier Villalobos. On this week's episode, we are discussing the trailers for Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, Contractor, and our Movie of the Week, After the Sunset. That, well said. And it comes so. in clear now without the adopter too. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, man. Okay. Dude, make some quick adjustments, man. I love it. Sometimes we gotta just uh, do some things on the fly, man. Oh, I'll just about you took the words right out of my right. mouth. I mean, that's how it goes. It comes with age now. You're 35, so you it's understand got, now. Got some. Got some knowledge. <laughs> Each one of these gray hairs helps me hold a little bit extra knowledge. Hey, man. Still looking very young and fly. <laughs> All right, brother. Um. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Mm-hmm. I dropped this trailer to you a few days ago, man. Let's talk about it. What were your thoughts? Uh, I'm not too sure, to be honest with you. Um, it's, I feel like it's could swing to a good movie or a bad movie real fast. Yeah. Real fast. Like yeah. The trailer looks like it's going to be pretty badass, but we're talking about a multiverse situation, and we're talking about... Um, just this kind of weird take on it to where there's not like multiple people, right? It's like one person who can see everything. I don't know if that's like the plot of this multiverse or if it's an accident that happens in this particular multiverse situation. So let me read this here for you. Yeah, go ahead. Um, The great and honorable IMDb. Mm Mm-hmm. An aging and uh, messed that up. An That's aging fine. Chinese immigrant is swept up in an insane adventure where she alone can save the world by exploring other universes, connecting with the lives she could have led. So, with that being said, we saw a trailer for two and a half, two two forty yeah. for a two hour and twenty minute movie. So, so with that being said, so it sounds more like it's uh not a multiverse sounds like it's more of just like the timelines that could have happened. What is your definition of a multiverse where there's specifically a completely different world than ours? So that is one definition of a multiverse. This right. could be, they, they said the words multiverse I mean, in they, this trailer. They said it, so yeah, there could yeah. be different, right? It's more of a, I feel like that's more of a back to the future situation. All right, I'm in. <laughs> Sold. Fair enough. Let's hop in the DeLorean, baby. We'll make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it's, I don't know, I feel like it's different. Like it's, uh, it alters that timeline kind of thing. Yeah. Maybe something like that. I don't know. I'm going to check it out. Yeah, so I mean, it looks like it could be pretty good. So we have the amazing uh, Michelle Yeoh as the lead here. It's yeah, got awesome. James Wong, Jenny Slate, Jamie Lee Curtis, a um, few other people in this as well. This looks like an interesting film, mm-hmm. and maybe something we won't check in theaters, but um, we might have a free weekend if it's yeah. We'll see if something else drops know. or was dropping around that time. March twenty fifth is what it drops. So we'll probably see okay. what two weeks after that, three weeks after that. Probably not. I'll just um, wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, man. 
But we'll go ahead and drop that on our socials for you all to check out and let us know your thoughts on that. All right, man. Uh, the sexy Captain Kirk is back with another movie, man. Chris mm-hmm. Pine. We have a discharged U.S. Special Forces Sergeant. Uh, risk everything for his family when he joins a private contracting organization. He is joined by Julian Jacobs, Ben Foster, Keeper Sutherland, Eddie Marsden. Um, a lot of good people, man. Yeah. What were your thoughts about this one, brother? Uh, I feel like this is going to be a very, up until maybe like the con- private contractor situation, uh, kind of a hit for soldiers in general. Kind of a storyline that, yeah. that a lot of them play out. I believe he was uh, an honorably discharged, but he's not receiving Pension any benefits. Yeah. So uh, it didn't really let us know what that was about, uh, or at least I didn't catch it. Yeah. Um, so he's just he's at home now. He's got family support, and he's got to figure out a way to do it. Um. What I guess what better way than to use the skills you got to do some some crazy stuff. Here we go. It doesn't sound like a sounds like a good idea up front, but like as the, the trailer progressed, it definitely was not a it good idea. Gets into some wild stuff, is what it seems <laughs> yeah, like, right? Yep. Um, I get vibes, especially with Ben Foster also in this movie, mm-hmm. and them being their brothers in Hell or High Water, and this, but it gives me Hell or High Water vibes, right? Where okay. down on their luck, no money, um, need to provide. Uh, he's going to do anything it takes, yeah. you know, until can't anymore yeah and then he has to then go go on the run you know be like jean-claude van damme is what it seemed like (laughs) like jean-claude van damme mixed with uh john wick is what it seemed like man so i'm down for that but i will watch like chris (laughs) pine is is like one he's a good looking guy oh yeah definitely um and he has like the most amazing blue eyes i mean he's one of the the chris's right he's one of the amazing good looking chris's yes there's so many right (laughs) He's, he's up there. Um, but I'll watch anything this guy does, man. Yeah. Even like uh, Jack Ryan's Shadow Recruit, which was a trash movie, but I watched it anyway because of him. All right. Fair um, enough. And I was just like, dude. That's why they cast him. This movie's trash, but like, I, I want to see a sequel. Yeah. Please. 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 <laughs> please. please do well. <laughs> In yeah. my head, I'm like, I know it's not going to happen. This so. is not coming back <laughs> around at all. <laughs> No, man, but this looks dope. Uh, this is something that, you know, might catch on a Sunday matinee uh, in a couple months. So yeah. pretty excited about this one. We'll drop this on our socials as well. Dude, we have no uh, TV show right now that we need to watch, bro. Nope. Guys, we need your help, well, okay? Well, what's up? I was. I did start watching uh, Okay, what's up? Ka- Kanye's series that's on Netflix. You too? I started watching it. How far did you get? I got like 15 minutes into it. It was like it came on, but I was busy, so I didn't get to. If I don't settle down into it, then it's like, okay, what am I doing? Okay, so I was going to keep that for a different time. Yeah. Um, I definitely woke up, watched our movie of the week. Right. And then watched both the episodes that are out. Okay. Well, I haven't got that far into it. I'm just going to say the first little bit I watched. Pretty cool. Pretty, pretty cool history lesson. Really good history yeah, lesson yeah, on, the, yeah. on this guy, man. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about that in, in a few weeks, man, because I think it's going to be like this this limited series because the yeah. dude is still following him around with a camera. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, yeah. Let's, uh, I'll, I'll get those in this week and we can talk about them next week. Awesome. Genius. I'm excited about that. <laughs> All right, guys. If there's anything else that uh, we need to watch, please let us know, man. Always drop some great ideas for us for our television time. All right, JV, you ready to jump into our movie of the week, sir? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, man. Let's go ahead and do it. We got After the Sunset. This was released back in 2004. Uh, just a few movies that also dropped that year. We got The Village, Friday Night Lights, Napoleon Dynamite, nice. Walking Tall, right? One of The Rock's first yeah, like yeah. starring movies. Just carried a board with him, right? Just a big ass two by four. Yeah, yeah I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> with uh, Johnny Knoxville. I think it was in that, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. Johnny Knoxville? 
He did one oh, with Sean man, William man, Scott. Man, man, the rundown was with Sean William Scott. Yes. And Walking Tall, I believe, is with Johnny Knoxville. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Guys, uh, don't quote me on that, though. But <laughs> uh, Then we have The Aviator, right? At Leonardo DiCaprio, um, Howard Hughes flick. Shark Tale, fantastic okay. flick. King Arthur. Ooh. Yeah, man. King Arthur was released that year. That was... Um, I enjoyed that movie, but a lot of people thought it was a bomb, but whatever. <clears throat> and the movie that helped spawn so many urban music dance movies, you got served, man. Dude, you ever seen that? Oh, yeah. Dude. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, the, if you watch it right now, the dancing is so, like, outdated and everything. Yeah, but yeah I mean. <laughs> it's, it's still so <laughs> dumb of a good movie, though. <laughs> you got served, yeah. Even, like. Jessica Alba had a movie, and it was uh, Honey. Honey. Yes, right? There was so many oh, dance yeah. movies around that time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, man. So uh, back to After the Sunset. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, this movie was directed by Brett Ratner, um, you know, famous for the, the Rush Hour movies and messing up the X-Men, uh, The Last Man. <laughs> but we won't talk He's about that, though. Angry. Angry about oh, I'm still angry yeah. about that, man. Uh, this was written by Craig Rosenberg and Paul Zbyski. So this one had an estimated budget of about $58 million. The box office came in at $62.7 million. Yeah. That's a pretty big budget, though. For <laughs> I feel like they, I guess they just paid just because they were on this island or whatever. It is Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. I mean, he was probably $57 million of that. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, starred in this film, we have Pierce Brosnan as Max Burdett, Selma Hayek as Lola Cirillo, Woody Harrelson as FBI agent Stan Lloyd, Don Cheadle as Henry Moore, Naomi Harris as Sophie, uh, Troy Garrity as Luke, Oba Baba Tunde as Zacharias. Damn, that was really good, dude. Thank you. You I bet you can't do it again. I'm not gonna. <laughs> <laughs> I'll retire really right now. I'm from retiring up top. <laughs> <laughs> Pulling a billboard yeah, in Space out, Jam right here. Yeah. Uh, and we have uh, Russell Hornsby as uh, Jean-Paul Moore's bodyguard. And quite a bit of cameos. Quite a, quite bit, a bit of cameos, man. Love the Chris Penn one as well. Yeah. Right there in the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, we, uh, what was your boy... Uh, we talked about Edward Norton and uh, Shaq. Shaq and Eddie Norton. Just yeah. right out the gate. They're all just hanging out. Yo, and I thought, like, I saw Chris Penn as that rowdy fan. Yeah. I thought he was going to be in the movie more. <laughs> like, I, I was like, I know that guy. Right. <laughs> he, well, that's he, a, he was not. That's the same thing with, like, when I saw Edward Norton. Because I saw him. Yeah. And I was like, okay. What we got going on? Okay. Never again. <laughs> Never Seconds. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> Oh, man. All right, buddy. Uh, like you do, brother. Go yeah. ahead and uh, tell us what this movie's about. Give us a quick synopsis. All right. So we have a couple, uh, Max and Lola, and they're living their retirement from thievery out on a beautiful island. Um, then we get introduced to Agent Lloyd, who has a little bit of history with both of them, as we learn in the movie. Uh, and he kind of stirs up Max's curiosity for this diamond. Oh, yeah. That is... Uh, currently being shown on a cruise ship that's docked there at the island that they're at. Coincidence. You know, maybe, maybe not. Um, but both of them have their own plan uh, for this situation and their own reasons for all the things that go down through this movie. Uh, but in the end, it seems everything turns out pretty good for everybody. Uh, but except for... Uh, the characters played uh, by Henry, or the, the characters Henry Moore, and his bodyguard. Oh yeah, they, oh, they yeah. don't. They don't. Not at it's all. It's not good for them at all. <laughs> Everybody else is cool though. Everybody all. else is cool there. <laughs> yeah, man. So let's go ahead and uh, jump right into these characters, man. Mm -hmm. And off the top here, um, 007, Pierce Brosnan, man, Go Golden Eye. Just shirt open the whole movie, dude. His chest was out the entire the time. The whole movie, <laughs> he had no reason for buttons. <laughs> it's like he bought his shirts without buttons on them. Just, 
Just a custom, just like two button. Yeah. From the bottom. <laughs> it's like, you know how those, you know how like the, um, there's like a lot of like Hispanics in like uh, California who like rock, rock the button up top, but then have it open at the bottom. Yeah. Pierce Brosnan said, nah, let's do it the, the, op- the opposite there. Okay. <laughs> He still got his elbows upside to side. So he still got his elbows upside to side so, there, but so accurate <laughs> for his attire. No nah, man, so he plays a uh, Max Burnett. Yeah. He is the this master thief, and you can just tell off the bat, man. This dude is like slick. He's cool. Mm-hmm. He's confident, man. Yes. He just oozes. I mean, this dude is Remington Steel, man. <laughs> this dude was James Bond, right? This dude oozes with yeah. confidence in like every scene. Yeah, that he is in, man. He's just super cool and super confident, and I just love that about him in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, we, we first see him, and he's in the, you know, he's at the Laker game, and they're tailing him and everything. Yeah. And that's when I was talking about. We see Chris Penn, mm-hmm. and he just disappears. And then after that, man, it just escalates, right? <laughs> this, yes. this, this, this whole he has all the gizmos and the gadgets, and yeah, so cool. Yeah, dude, it's just fun, but, brother. But super like dated. It is 2004. Uh, you know, it's like that you got served movie. Dude. Yeah. Nobody does those dance moves anymore, right? <laughs> this is yeah. what I love about watching older movies. Yeah, though, it's man. just like, <laughs> what is going on? What, what you know? What are they doing here? It's like our fa- it's like our most famous pod. Remember Enemy yeah. State? Yeah, yeah. Um, that nobody listens to for some reason. Uh, all that technology from '98 is just outdated. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> Oh, it'd be a stink. Uh, nobody listens to that damn pod. Yeah. So, yeah. Once he, uh, once he's at the Laker game, we see kind of all that history with him and Stan. Yeah. And we meet Lola as well. All this happens really quick at the beginning of the movie. But yeah, we see like the the controlling the car and all that stuff there too. And he's using that little controller, like that little manual with little joysticks on it and stuff to drive the car. That's so, so cool. <laughs> but like, if I, this is my first time watching this movie. Yeah. Right. Um, but if it was 2004, we'd be like, yo, that is the dopest <laughs> right there, fam. Yes. Where yeah. can I get one yeah. of those? Yeah. That's exactly where <laughs> you are. Oh. That's before the iPhone dropped, you know? Yeah, you're right. That's three years before the iPhone. This was the coolest thing. I mean, thing. did you see his phone? He had a dope phone, too. Dude, he did. Okay, so he had the slide joint, right? Yeah, yeah. That ma- that was made famous, and I don't know if it was the, it wasn't the first Matrix. It might have been the second or the third one. Okay. The slide phone. Yeah, yeah. That was fire, though, dude. It was. Oh, wow. Definitely it enjoyed good. that, man. But, no, nah, yeah, uh, Pierce Brosnan's character, and he is just a guy who doesn't want to settle. Doesn't want to live out his his life in paradise. Kind of gets bored with paradise, with the beautiful Selma Hayek, you know, his fiance Lola, and doing the same exact thing: seeing the sunsets, uh, eating all this expensive food, mm-hmm. drinking, having sex every night with her. You know, he's just tired of it. He is. I mean, I, you're, right. <laughs> you're right. You're. I mean, you're absolutely and, right. And because you know, he got shot at one point in time by. Lloyd mm-hmm. and survived it, and Lola doesn't want him to do anything else. Yeah, but he wants to do. And this gimmick always gets me, man. I got one more job, yeah. one more ride, well, this last job to do before I finally <laughs> retire. Just one more. <laughs> I just need to do this, baby. This is the last <laughs> job I'm doing this for us. All right, listeners, we're going to take a quick break. Yo, JV, um, why do we never talk about sports movies, man? I don't know, man. Is uh, now a good time as any? Uh, what do you got to say? All right, check this. I mean, look, what type of movie podcast would you be if we didn't talk about the very best in sports movies, man? All yeah. right, there's, there's Rush, the racing movie, not the amazing band. But I wouldn't mind a little Neil Pert all in you. Right. Okay? Right. Then there's Moneyball, you know, with the amazing, good-looking Brad Pitt. Mm-hmm. Um, the sports drama about putting together a fire baseball team with as little money as possible, right? Fantastic cast, fantastic script. It's just a great movie. Yeah. Also has uh, Chris Pat as a baseball player. 
And of course, there's Samuel Jackson and Coach Carter. Yeah. You know, he's just dropping f bombs for like two hours on Channing Tatum. <laughs> <laughs> right. But I di- I digress, right. man. Uh, what are some of your favorites? Well, uh, Ed is one of them. Fire, the baseball playing monkey, right? <laughs> uh, Space Jam was that's, a good one. That's a good one as well. <laughs> uh, sea Biscuit. Uh, Toby McGuire. <laughs> yeah, exactly, Spider Man <laughs> in that one. Uh, and obviously, all of the Air Buds. Obviously, Air <laughs> <laughs> All right, brother. Well, there's always one more I want to talk about, man. Yeah. It's my favorite one. I want to talk about the magic that is Remember the Titans. Oh, yes. Uh, so. One part football movie, one part end of school segregation error mm-hmm. type movie, two parts Denzel Washington, and like nine parts awesome. <laughs> okay? Yes. yes it's just yes. a fantastic film, film, man. With the amazing ensemble cast that includes Will Patton, Wood Harris, Donald Faison, Ethan Subley, Nicole Ari Parker, and a very young and at times horrible DB, Ryan Gosling. Yeah, thank you. I mean, dude was such a liability at cornerback, okay? <laughs> the entire time. He really was, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, is that off your chest now? I feel good, man. Okay. Yeah, thanks, okay. thanks for asking. Yeah, no problem, man. Appreciate you letting us, letting us hear that. Uh, you guys know the socials, though. Uh, you can hit us up and let us know about your favorite sports movies and maybe a few that we need to talk about as well. Oh, yeah. That kind of leads us in, well, I don't know where you want to go, but um, I think that kind of leads us into Agent Lloyd. Oh, yeah. Woody Harrelson, uh, let's go. Yeah, I mean, their interaction is what kind of uh, sparks that that thing that Max realizes he needs, right? Because he's just, just chilling. Yeah. Uh, uh, Lola's just doing eight. Hundred thousand hobbies, enjoying life, just paradise, having a good yeah. time, spending all their money, eating expensive, eating expensive food, all that stuff. But Lloyd shows up and he's just like, "Just coming to check on you, man. You know, I know there's a big diamond around here. I know how you are. You know, uh, I know how you get when there's diamonds around. And uh, you know, that's you know, once we get through the movie, it's interesting to look back on that and how yeah. that played out." Well, but Lloyd is pretty hilarious. Dude, it's the great... Pretty hilarious. Woody Harrelson, <laughs> brother, right? Where, like, without trying, he's comedy gold, exactly. right? Yep. Yep. <laughs> and he's been that way all the way. Mm-hmm. All the way back in his beginning of, of his career. Right? He's always been like that naturally just hilarious guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing with Woody Harrelson, right, is that he can do the comedy, but he can do the series as well. Yeah. But the comedy that he brings here, man, it's it's almost, um, it's it, it's so real, right? Because he's coming from a place of like defeat, yeah, right. And, and we've all been defeated before, and he's just honest about it. I love the cat and mouse between um him and Max, though. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the the, the lifeblood, man. That's the heartbeat of the movie, right there. Is just 100%. them two going back and forth, um. Max is like, I'm bored, I'm bored, I'm bored. Mm-hmm. Stan Lloyd comes around with this diamond of the ship. And, <laughs> yeah. You know, he's just like, Max just kind of perks up. He's like, oh, yeah. wait, I have purpose now. Yeah, he catches that, that's, that scent in the air. Exactly. Right. Right. <laughs> he's like, oh, there is a diamond. Yeah. You know, obviously Max probably knew. He's so smart. Right. He probably knew it was out there on that damn ship. Yeah, and it's the third diamond in the collection that that's, they need. Exactly. So right. a lot of different. Loose ends to tie up with this <laughs> there we one. Go. <laughs> no, man, Woody Harrelson's character, uh, Agent Lloyd, I, I love that he does kind of play the, uh, I guess, the, the mule, right? The jackass right. Kind, kind of. Um, but he is a good, good cop. Yep. He's a good FBI agent. He just always gets beat by this guy, Max, <laughs> and you see it unfold. Uh, but in this movie, it's really interesting, you know, uh, Stan has something up his sleeve. You can kind of yeah. tell that the entire time, right? You just don't drop in on Paradise with these guys, right? Mm-hmm. All right, man. <clears throat> Let's talk about Don Cheadle, <laughs> a war machine. <laughs> Always love talking about them as, as a different character somewhere yeah. else, man. Um, Henry Moray, the apostrophe's on the R. He added that. Is there an apostrophe there? Okay. He's, he's actually a brother from Detroit, so it's actually Henry Moore. 
Oh, I got you. And he added the the fox cla- rig. Classy, class. <laughs> really classy, right? Class you, go paradise. Ba- you go to the Bahamas, yeah, you know, yeah. you mix it up a little bit. <laughs> Sounds a little French Creole. Yeah, 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 hell yeah. Uh, it comes off as a, as a as a businessman, as, yeah. as a straight laced businessman who wants to do good for the community that he is now living in and a part of in the Bahamas, and mm-hmm. obviously not the 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 rich. Yeah. High class who come down there just to vacation and like tear up the place and leave, but obviously the, the for locals. the locals, yeah. yeah, man. So even though he does end up being the attack antagonist of the movie, <laughs> um, you know he's one of those guys where you're like, okay, I see what you're trying to do. You're coming at it the wrong way, right? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Right? But I feel you, Killmonger. Okay, right. I feel what you're trying to do right now. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I feel that. Right. And so he's just trying to, he's built like an underground casino. Uh, He's really respected because he's probably, I think he's giving away a lot of money and he's good with the local police and stuff like that. Yeah. And I mean, take all that away, guys. You have one of the greatest actors, Don (laughs) Cheadle. He's just cool, (laughs) man. He really is. He's just a cool (laughs) guy. Yeah. (laughs) like, I just want to go to a ball game with it and just holler and talk to this and guy. It, you know what I'm It's funny. It's hard. It was really hard to take him, like, as that, I don't want to say, like, drug dealer kind of feel. Yeah. But that's kind of what it was. Yeah. It, was a, it wasn't, like, a villain. It was kind of, like, kind of right underneath that. Yeah. You know, yeah. he's trying to do good things, like you said, but it's still going about it all in a bad way. Uh, it's just so hard to take him take him in like that because he's just so cool and he's so nice when he's talking to him he's still nice yeah like his the way he speaks to to uh, Max and stuff like that he's just just being a nice guy just appealing to his yeah. you know, senses and yeah. stuff like that he even says that at the <laughs> yeah. end of the movie you know uh, I just I just love it so yeah. all right man let's go ahead and uh, talk about uh, I don't think we've talked about her yet but Selma Hayek. Uh, not really. I haven't talked much about her yet. A- Ajax. Yeah, Ajax. Oh, yeah, man, from the Eternals here. Uh, <laughs> Lola Cirillo. She is the uh, girlfriend and accomplice and now fiancé to Max Burdett, and she spends her time with him in paradise. Once again, she's enjoying it. Yeah, she's got a bunch of hobbies. She's doing, doing everything doing, she can. Doing the damn thing. Building decks. Just Stuff like decks. that. Beautiful decks. Better than mine, man. <laughs> Spent a lot of money on mine too. So, tell so, someone if you uh, if you're not busy. Yeah, well, he uh, wakes up one morning. There's just a saw going. <laughs> she's just out there cutting <laughs> cutting pieces of wood up. Right. right? And I, I do love that she's also telling him like you need to find your own hobbies, man. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Just do something. Mm-hmm. So, she's fun, man. She's fun. She's um, there for him. But you can definitely tell that. Since he got shot in the beginning of the movie in the shoulder, um, she also fears for his life. Yeah. Right? This this um, thief game, this diamond yeah. stealing stuff that he does, um, something has to expire first, right? Yeah, it's either he's going to expire, <laughs> or he's going to figure something else out. Yeah, you know? she's like I said, she's just kind of they they got the money, right? They're set, they're set. Yeah, but it just comes around, and she knows, you know. She can tell he's he's sniffing something, and it's got his attention. And she feels it through the movie. Yeah, man. I mean, she even goes and, s- and scopes out the diamond, too. Yes. <laughs> I mean, let's not leave that out. She's like, she saw him in there looking at the diamond earlier. Yeah, dude. Um, my favorite thing about Sama Hayek's character, and I always have said her name wrong. I'm looking at it right now. It's not Selma. It's always Salma, and I've said right. that wrong my entire life, ever since I seen her from from Dust Till Dawn, and she turned into like a vampire. Yeah, I've been saying her name of. wrong. Um, my favorite thing about her in this movie, though, is she she has a compass, man, and that compass is let's just retire from the game, yeah, and let's just be happy. And she also wants uh, Max to write his vows, mm-hmm. and he has not. That that's something that he fails to do for the entire movie. <laughs> and she's always yep. like, "Hey, how are you doing with your vows? How are you doing with your vows? Yep. How are you doing with, with your vows here?" Um, but I do like her that she is like his north star. Mm-hmm. 
Now, mind you, he does take her for granted a lot <laughs> in the movie. Yeah. He's yeah. kind of not walks. He's not mean. He doesn't walk over her or anything of that nature. But she says something, and it goes in one ear and out the other. He's like, oh, okay, yeah, sure. That That's it like is? the vibe. Because he yeah. thinks, and I think we as guys have all been there. We're like, oh, she ain't going nowhere. Right. Until she had them damn bags. went somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I even like yeah, towards the went. end where they went through what they went through, right? Yeah. With the, uh, with, uh, Moray coming through and, yeah. the, you know, dying and then the cops and everything. After all that, she still is like, yeah, deuces. No. Right. And then obviously Max fully understands what he needs to do and what yeah. kind of guy he, he needs to be there. So. Now, man, for these characters in this movie, man, I think they're actually put together very well, man, the cast. Um, it's a very simple movie. It's a very um, easy movie to understand. There's a few twists. Um, but I think the the bright point of this movie is just the cast brings it. And it's, yeah. just, it's just fun. All right, brother. Let's go ahead and talk about the beautiful Bahamas here. Oh, yeah. Dude. I mean, I have seen uh, Fool's Gold, and that was more on, like, the um, Matthew McConaughey flick. Mm-hmm. Um, th- and that was more, like, on boats and underwater and everything, right. and then, like, on small islands. Um, but it was still paradise, right? Yeah. It, was, it was still gorgeous, man. And, and, and this movie does that same exact thing, man, where it takes um, the resort. Yeah. It takes... Mind you, Max and uh, Lola's home, fire. Oh yeah, by the way, beautiful, gated too. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah the gate was <laughs> was badass. I don't know how the hell that uh, Henry got in if they if it's gated, you but know, you know I mean, whatever. It didn't look like a secure lock on that door. He also probably had some war machine armor, That's you know, whatever. True, true, true. <laughs> but no, man. Um, you know, I like it that they did like the resort, their home, the water, and everything, mm-hmm. the boat. But I, what I really like is, like, downtown Bahamas, man. Yeah. They used a lot of that, mm-hmm. right? And it was just like, yo, and anytime, I don't, I've never been da- down there, at right. least not yet. But everybody goes, like, hey, you want to stay away from the locals yeah. if you're at the resort and everything. But, like, this movie made it look super cool, right? <laughs> It'd be like, yo, I want to go hang out with them, yo. <laughs> uh, I think, yeah, I see what you're saying. I mean, I think at that point they felt, or at that point, those characters have probably been, yeah, you know, quote unquote locals at that time. Oh yeah, seem to know a lot of people. They met all kinds of people coming in and out of there. Of, uh, but that suite that Stan gets put in, let's go. That that the art like the the arch that goes across the yeah. two buildings, dude. <laughs> that was badass. Like when they were zooming out, I was yeah. like, all right, that's pretty cool. And then they got all the way out. And I'm like, oh my god. Dude, gotta stay in a place like that, yeah, brother. No right? Gotta do, gotta do paradise right, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, awesome, man. So, like I said, the look and feel of this movie was pretty dope. Once mm-hmm. again, you're in paradise, so it's really easy to shoot in paradise. Oh yeah. Um, the accompanying m- music, it wasn't much. I mean, it is what it, it, it is. What it is, and we're gonna yeah. have movies like like that where, like, yeah, there's a. You know, this was a caper, so it was kind of corny. It was kind of fun at times, yeah. but nothing that's really rememberable at all. So we're not going to talk about it, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. We're just going to go ahead and skip right through the theme Sounds of this movie here. good. Easy. I almost did <laughs> it, bro. See, you, I, still, you still plugged in? Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm, okay, okay. I'm okay, coming okay. in loud and clear. All right. You almost, Messing almost myself whole, up here. Ripped the whole thing off the desk. That's cool. Just, <clears throat> <laughs> Gives me a little, just a little bit. It just, it just makes me back up more. Right, right? I, want, right. I don't want to be near that thing. Okay? I'm running out of cable off this mic, so I can't go much further anyway. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, <laughs> theme of this movie, um, once again, not a difficult movie. We're not watching Inception here. Uh, we're not watching any Christopher Nolan movie. Nope. Um, this is, man, uh, understand the things that you have in your life. Um, don't take them for granted. Yep. And, you know, Bill Murray Space Jam, retire on top, bro. You know what I mean? Re- get out of the game when, yep. when you still can. Because <laughs> I do like it that in the beginning <laughs> of the movie, uh, 
uh, Max was basically flawless yeah. in his caper until he got shot. This yes. one, there's a few times where he had to run away. And yeah. Used to, and so there, there were some close times. He was in his house at gunpoint. You know, he almost expired, basically, yeah. right? Retired on, on the ground. Um, <laughs> so, you know, that's, that's what I think this movie is about, man. Just basically no the things that you have in your life and just don't right. hold them dear don't take it for granted yeah all right jv so that's our conversation uh about after the sunset once yep. again man not a long movie but yep. um you know quick caper flick yeah a little heist little heist movie oh yeah over romantic comedy heist movie that's love a it lot. love a lot it man on. Before we do that, <clears throat> before we, we jump into this, man, we also have a young Naomi Harris, and I forgot about that. Oh, yeah, she's in there. Uh, one, just phenomenal. Yeah. And plays very well off of Stan's character. Oh, yeah. And just a badass cop, like more of a badass <laughs> cop than Stan, okay? Oh, yeah, she's she's in it. Very determined here. Yeah. She gets to start. She plays Money Penny and... Uh, Skyfall, mm-hmm. Little Blow Seven movies, and does a fabulous job. <laughs> Kick awesome. ass, yeah, man. <clears throat> so, what do you think about this movie, man? Talk to me. All right, so this was a pretty solid, fun movie. Oh yeah, a uh, great cast. I mean, you can't can't get too many more people that make you laugh, no matter what. Yep. I mean, all of them just it just worked really well. Even Chris Penn, yeah, <laughs> as the rowdy fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm gonna go ahead and give this one uh, three out of five buckets. Yeah. Uh, you know it is, it is a heist movie. We get those a lot. We have a lot. We of have those. a lot yes. of heist movies. <laughs> um, and then you know we got a cool twist at the end that, you know when you, obviously when you first watch the movie it's out of nowhere. Yeah. It's really good. I thought. The way it played out there. Uh, fantastic cast, everything else, uh, beautiful scenery. So, three out of five buckets for me. Homie. Nice. What about you, man? Yeah, man, this one also gets three buckets of popcorn yeah. from me. Um, like I said, this was a fast, fun flick. Um, I, I am a big fan of Pierce Brosnan. Anything he does, I'll just watch, watch him. Just good, man. Um, I literally was flipping around on HBO Max, and I saw this, mm-hmm. and I just said, add to playlist. <laughs> is that when you text me about That's it? That's exactly, exactly when I text that you moment. I'm like, we're watching this that movie. That is fine. Yes, right, and we're going to do this. I had no clue what I was expecting. Right. Um, didn't know if it was going to be good. Didn't know if it was going to be bad. It's always a good time, like you said, watching these movies from... Like Early two thousands for the first time, night. yeah, yeah. And and but just, then, aren't you okay? I don't know about you, but like for me, I'm just like, wait, how the hell did I miss this? <laughs> yeah, how I mean, the there's hell a lot, did I there's a lot this? of movies that are like that that just kind of came through, and I mean, it doesn't seem like it did very, very well. But I'm like, okay, so it probably just was like, yeah. So it obviously flew in. under the rate radar yeah. there, but like even I, I we. We can't do that. We don't do that now. We catch everything. We don't watch everything, but we I mean, know yeah. what's going on. Yeah, I mean, 2004, um, that was still a little bit... Junior high the, school, uh, right? At the beginning of all of the smartphones and stuff like that, right? That was actually before that. That was before, bro. I still had that clan. I had that yeah. wordy key. Yeah, I uh, was, so I mean, I, I was over there, girl. I'm gonna. Yeah, there's not. There's not just you know. Holler at you. It wasn't just scrolling and you see a trailer tomorrow. on your Facebook feed. <laughs> Takes me a while to type in tomorrow. Guys. Yeah, yeah, Sorry, it's a lot of clicks <laughs> on the same button. <laughs> nah, uh, just to go ahead and wrap this up. Yeah. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> um, yeah, three buckets of popcorn. This is a fun ride. Um, beautiful shot movie. Yeah. Uh, Probably Brett Ratner's best, um, honestly. Um, yeah, definitely we'll probably watch this one again, man, just because of the um, chemistry between Pierce Brosnan and, yeah. and Woody Harrelson, man. Just really fun to watch. 
Thank you for subscribing to this week's episode, Talking Through After the Sunset. Next week, we will be talking about The Batman. And that's showing in a theater near you. Love that. I am Clyde Smith. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram as I am Clyde D. Smith. I'm Javier Villalobos. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at MrJ8200. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.